Heidi Hair Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. Sometimes I do a podcast that's kind of a monologue, other times, or a guest. Other times I do a podcast that includes part of my St. Louis show, which you can hear Sunday evening, 7 to 9 p.m. in St. Louis on 97.1 FM Talk. This week, I was welcomed by Mark Morgan, former acting director of Customs and Border Protection under Trump. We talked about the Supreme Court decision this last week that slapped Biden back and is forcing him to retain the Trump remain in Mexico policy. Here's my conversation with Mark Morgan. Mark, this is a really big deal and a big win for the Trump administration. Yeah, uh, Heidi, you know what? It absolutely is a big deal. And it's a big deal on, on multiple fronts. First, of course, the substantive part is they're going to force the Biden administration to reinstate what, what we refer to as one of the most significant game changers and to address illegal immigration and help secure our borders, uh, which you know enable us to really hand off to the Biden administration the most secure border in our history. And then as we watched him dismantle with the stroke of a political pen. But, but beyond substantively, two, two important things also came out of this, Heidi. One is, is that it came out of Missouri. And so it really goes to, to something we've been saying for a long time, that, that what happens on the border doesn't stay on the border, that every town, city, and state is a border town, city, and state. Anything that happens there affects, you know, impacts our entire nation. And the third element that I found really significant is the judge actually called out Secretary Mayorkas specifically, and he said that he, he failed to adequately consider the benefits of MPP. He said he ignored his own administration's assessment on how to adequately deal with the fraudulent claims. And the last thing he, he said, definitively in black and white, the Secretary Mayorkas just flatly ignored it and dismissed the border security experts that said, if you remove MPP, you will ignite the catastrophic crisis of the southwest border. So it was it was beyond significant. Yeah, it's a big deal. We're speaking with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. You see him on Newsmax. And now he's a senior fellow at the Federation for American Immigration reform. You know what's sad? One of the stories I've seen on this, I've read many, but this one I love when they quote, the Department of Homeland Security said in a statement late Tuesday it regrets the Supreme Court's decision. Really? I thought your job was Homeland Security and everybody knows letting people come in here and camp out and then we release them, we have too many of them. Everybody knows that does nothing for national security. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't have said it better. And look, this is just a, that statement is another example of Secretary Meyer Christensen, you know, being more of a, of a social activist and, and truly, really a politician just carrying out the, 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 the White House, the Democratic Party's agenda, rather than being the secretary protecting our homeland. You're absolutely right. And look, when, when you open your border up to one crisis or one threat, you're opening your border up to the vast set of complex threats at our southwest border. You can't say, hey, our border is going to be opened up to this crisis, but it's closed to all the other threats uh, you know, from outside our border. It doesn't work that way. They're not mutually exclusive. And so because we've opened borders up to illegal immigration, we know that 50% of our border patrol resources are pulled off the line, for example, to process 212,000 illegal aliens in July. The large area of the borders are wide open, so criminal aliens are pouring in, gang members are pouring in, drugs are pouring in, and we exponentially are increasing our vulnerability to our national threat issue as well from outside our borders, as you just said. It's crazy. We're speaking with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. He was under Trump, of course. So talk to me a little bit. Give me Paint the picture for me of what goes on down in the border. I know we were all at an event a couple of months ago down on the border wall. I've been to the wall, but I've not been to the places where you've been, where the people are processed. They come in. Talk to me about the difference between what goes on now versus what happened under the Trump administration when you were the acting director. 
two key elements that are different. Under the Trump administration, we addressed the significant loopholes that were being exploited in, the, in our immigration system, meaning that we applied consequences. So someone that actually illegally entered the border broke our laws, we applied consequences, and including those that were knowingly and willingly filing false asylum claims. The fraudulent asylum claims is rampant. 90% of those who filed a claim ended up receiving an order of removal. So we addressed that catch and release that really forced us to, you know, apprehend a family. And then literally within hours, we were forced to, by law, to release them into the interior United States and never be heard from again. We closed that loophole with, again, the Remain in Mexico program. In addition to that, there was a second layer of consequence, and that was interior enforcement. ICE. ICE had the, the, the support, and they were given the tools and authority to go out into the interior and actually apprehend individuals that were in our country, with the priority only being going after those that are also criminals, as well as being in here in our country illegally. Under the Biden administration, everything that I just said was dismantled. It taught, uh, MPP went away. Uh, Title 42 is not being applied for the majority of, of families coming in. And so catch and release was re- reinstated. Now you come to the borders of family. Once again, a, a kid is your passport in the United States. And they've absolutely shut down 90% of ICE's enforcement authority. Right now, to, to be a priority for ICE, you would have to be a known or suspected terrorist or a convicted violent felon. And let's say, and then I'll stop, is that, so let me give you a quick example, Heidi. So you, you could, the sheriff's department could arrest a known gang member that's here illegally and they arrested him, let's say, for a, a nonviolent crime, burglary from motor vehicle. They're going to call ICE up and say, hey, we got a gang member that's here illegally. We just arrested him. ICE is going to tell him, sorry, sheriff, that's not a priority. Go ahead and release him back in your community. Wow. That's where we're at right now with interior enforcement. So they've created welcoming centers on our front end and a sanctuary country on our back end. That's the difference. Yeah, do we even know? We're speaking with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner, U.S. Board Customs and Border Protection under Trump when they actually had rules. Where are these people going? I saw a video the other day, Commissioner, where there was a whole truckload of people. Uh, there was like a truck pulled up. It was some kind of hidden camera video, and a whole bunch of people came out of the basically out of the bushes, jumped into this big semi, and were taking off. I mean, you hear these stories about people being bussed around the country. Where are these people going? Everywhere in the country. And Heidi, that is one of the most important questions. It goes back to that what happens on the southwest border doesn't stay. And right. what this administration is doing is they're, they're, not, they're not trying to, to solve the issue. They're not trying to secure our border or stop the flow of the illegal immigration. They're just get, trying to get better at releasing people and masking it by pushing them into every state in, in our country. And, and I swear, every other week, they're changing a new tactic. The administration is, is to cover it up and transport illegal aliens further in the country. I've been to the southwest border, I don't know, six, seven times in the last few months. I've been on planes, and I've seen plane loads. Just illegal alien after illegal alien with a packet and, and free plane tickets, uh, most of it at taxpayers' expense, going to every state uh, in the country. This is unbelievable. We'll with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of U.S. Board, Customs and Border Protection. Now we got a new character who may take over ICE, and of course, you know, he's going to do what Biden wants him to do, uh, Texas Sheriff Ed Gonzalez. I don't know him. Uh, I'm sure his policies are going to be, uh, you know, a little bit more along the lines of, of what Biden wants, clearly. What do you know about him? So I don't know him personally, but I have. I watched him, and I know where he stands. This is unequivocally one of the worst nominations that, that, that could be selected right now on anything related to border security and immigration. He is absolutely a, a pure social activist 
uh, more than he is a law enforcement officer. He has been very clear. Look, you don't take my word for it. Look at his own uh, social media account. He has openly gone against ICE. He's actually for uh, a dismantling ICE, of which it's the very organization they're, they're nominating him for. It's absurd what's just going on. And look, this is where the Republicans, they need to step up and be strong. You know, that they shouldn't have passed anything related to infrastructure until they demand that this administration to follow the law, secure our border, and stop illegal immigration. And this is one where they should draw the line. They should even show up for the hearing for this guy. Yeah, I would hope not. We'll speak with Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. You know what? No one's even talking about the children. You know, we talked about how people are being bussed around all over the country. Where are these kids? They, they, they're brought in a lot of times by coyotes. They're not related to anybody who's dragging them through the desert. They show up at the border. They're terrified. They're little kids. Who knows what's going to happen to them? No one is asking. Nobody on the left is saying, hey, this is a humanitarian crisis. These kids are not ever going to be back with their parents. Where are these kids going? So a couple of things to unpack there. First of all, 100% of unaccompanied minors are being facilitated by the coyotes. But it's complicated right now because what you've got is in some areas, uh, families are still being removed under the Title 42, that CDC order. But the overwhelming majority now are not. They're being released in. But what you have is a combination, right? So you have some where parents will actually come up to the border and then they'll actually hand their kid over to the coyotes to then smuggle uh, their, their child uh, through, risking their lives. The other part is, what we've got to be really careful is, we, we always talk about minors and we always think that, oh, they're six, seven years old. Heidi, that's just not the case. The overwhelming majority, uh, you know, 75, 80% of the so-called minors are actually 15, 16, 17 years old. A, a lot of these left the, uh, their, their, their northern tribal country on their own to make the dangerous trek up here. And you got to remember, the Western Hemisphere, 16, 17-year-old, a lot of countries, that's working age and that's definitely military age. That's right. So, so we... Right. So we've got to make sure, you know, we're correctly kind of assessing what's going on. But here's what it is. Our laws are so broken. Real quick. So if you're an unaccompanied minor, so if you're a 17-year-old from Mexico and you illegally enter, we catch you, guess what we do? Just what you said. We reunite that 17-year-old back to Mexico with their family. But if you're from a non-contiguous country, i.e. the Northern Triangle country, and you're a 17-year-old that illegally enter, guess what? We keep you. We keep you. It makes no sense. And then we, we find you a sponsor. Maybe a family member, may not be a family member. Just somebody steps up and says, hey, I'd like to be a sponsor. Guess what? We're going to take you in at taxpayer's expense. We're going to uh, uh, feed you, clothe you, give you the best medical attention, education you could get at taxpayer's expense, and they're going to find you a sponsor anywhere in the 50 states, and we're going to fly you, and we're going to continue to foot the bill for that minor as long as they're here. It's unbelievable. Now, not to mention the fact that we've got a disaster in Kabul, of course, as you know and are watching closely. But, we, you know, we know because we've talked to people at the border. You've seen it. You've talked to people who find prayer rugs and things like that on their ranches on the border. We know there are people from other countries who might want to do us harm who are getting through. And with a disaster like this on the border and complete chaos, there's no telling how many sleeper cells could already be here, right? Yeah, I mean, that's correct. And this is what's very important is, is when this is what we talked about a minute ago is that when you're opening your borders up to one crisis, one threat, you're opening your borders up to the vast complex set of threats to include national security. And and so what's happening in Afghanistan is not least exclusive with from the vulnerabilities of our southwest border. But let me give you a couple of facts. Right now, this fiscal year, Border Patrol has apprehended more than 14 illegal aliens on the FBI's terror screening database. 
That's the most in history in any fiscal year. They've apprehended illegal aliens from over 140 different countries. Wow. They've also apprehended thousands of, of what we call aliens from what we call SIAs, a special interest alien from countries that we are watching. And the intelligence community says we're concerned about terrorist activity or facilitation uh, uh, events going on. I, I can keep going on. So, so look, the, 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 our, our, our threat along our southwest border, that vulnerability is real. Right now, you've got Afghanistan. Hours after the Taliban took, took Afghanistan over, the Pentagon sent out a warning to everyone, said that, that Afghanistan is now, once again, going to be a base of operation for terrorists and terrorist activity. Look, you don't think that uh, ISIS and al-Qaeda, although the president doesn't understand that they're still there, they are. Their commitment to do uh, harm to the U.S. is alive and well. And, and they're absolutely looking for continuing vulnerability in the United States to exploit. And right now, one of the largest vulnerabilities we have is our southern border. And real quick, I'll also add our northern border. Right now, we, we have a tremendous amount of resources being pulled from our northern border to handle the catastrophe that was created by this administration on our southern border, making our northern, northern border even more vulnerable as well. It, it's just absolutely lunacy. It's chaos. It's absolute chaos. And, and these some of these people benefit from it, and it's America doesn't benefit from it. We know that. I mean, we're something horrible is going to happen, and everybody is. is going to say, well, how did this happen? Well, I, I, let's just go back to Biden and his open borders policies. It's, it's stunning. It really is. Mark Morgan, former acting commissioner, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I'm looking forward to seeing you here in a couple of weeks at the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Hold their feet to the fire event, which we do. Last year we couldn't because of COVID, but this year we're doing it again and they're like what 72 talk show hosts from around the country who are going to be there it's it's great it's like you said it's just an awesome event and i'm definitely looking forward to seeing you and having another conversation yeah it's going to be great all right mark we will see you soon and uh just we'll be we'll we'll be watching this that's for sure absolutely thank you appreciate it bye-bye don't forget to join me sunday evenings for my live show in st louis missouri on 97.1 FM Talk, 7 to 9 p.m. Missouri time. And if you're still in Vegas, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. I know a lot of my fans know me from Vegas uh, primarily. So 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. You can find a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com. Check out HeidiHarris.com for podcasts and blog posts and my books and all that. HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.